Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, August 17th at 11.30 a.m. in New York, so let's get after it. While there are always plenty of things worth discussing when it comes to financial markets, the most important development of the past week, in my view, was the outsized move in 10-year Treasury yields, which may be indicative of a bigger shift that is largely underappreciated. Most are familiar with the litany of reasons for why long-term interest rates are low and likely to stay lower for longer. However, it's become the most consensus view in the marketplace. While extreme sentiment positioning is often enough for a reversal in markets, my case for higher long-term rates is predicated on several other points. First, the policy response to this recession is different than what we got after the great financial crisis. While monetary policy support is similar, the scope and size is much greater. More importantly, it has been accompanied by an equally large fiscal policy support that was absent after the great financial crisis, and it's directed right at consumer spending rather than the banks. Therefore, the Fed's money printing this time is going directly into the real economy, and that's potentially inflationary. Second, the next fiscal stimulus is likely to be bigger once it's passed. Despite the uncertainty around the negotiations in Congress, we think the stimulus package ultimately will be passed and due to the delay is likely to end up being bigger than originally proposed. This may come as a surprise to the bond market, particularly if it starts to realize such spending as structural rather than cyclical. Third, longer maturity parts of the bond market may already be having digestion problems with the current supply. Last week's 30-year auction went poorly with a weak bid-to-cover ratio and a large tail. Fourth, the Fed is likely to announce an average inflation targeting scheme over the next few weeks. That should mark peak Fed dovishness unless they decide to move to negative rates, something we think is very unlikely. Peak Fed could mean a trough for longer-term interest rates. Finally, stocks and commodity prices are leading indicators. Our cyclical defensive stock ratio suggests long-term interest rates are significantly underpriced. Meanwhile, both copper and gold have risen sharply over the past few months in anticipation of rising inflation, which also suggests long-term rates are too low. From an equity market standpoint, the five sectors that do best when 10-year nominal yields rise are banks, diversified financials, capital goods, energy, and materials. Conversely, sectors that underperform include utilities, consumer staples, and REITs. It's no coincidence that our portfolio recommendations happen to line up with these sector preferences, given our view that longer-term interest rates are more likely to rise, and potentially more than most think is possible. While there are many other factors that determine how equity markets trade and perform, longer-term interest rates may be the most important variable over the next several months. Invest accordingly. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people to find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.